It's time for Monday Night Sports Talk on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Featuring the News Gazette media sports writers, Matt Daniels, Bob Osmussen, and Scott Ritchie. Delivering the latest insights on the Illini and more. Join the program by calling 217-356-9397 or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here are the News Gazette media sports writers and your host, Steve Kelly. Hey, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Monday Night Sports Talk with you until 6 o'clock this evening here on News Talk 1400 DWS. Matt Daniels with us in the studio. Scott Ritchie as well. Bob Osmussen will join us by telephone momentarily. And we do have the phone lines open, 356-9397, until 6 o'clock on this Monday night show. At least we'll have a Monday night show this week, Matthew. And you guys are working on some special things. Yeah, uh, not the Monday show that we anticipated uh, having, uh, especially after last uh, last week's show at the Esquire, which uh, turns out was our last show there uh, for the season. Plan to be back there in, in September. Um, everything goes according to plan uh, with the start of the Illinois football season, which is ironically the next big Illinois sporting event to look forward to in this strange new world that we uh, we live in. But yeah, we're... We're still going to have sports in, in the News Gazette. I know that's been asked a few times and uh, still having to have coverage. Obviously, what uh, you know goes on with the coronavirus and the public health concerns takes precedence over that. Um, but, you know, Scott Ritchie, he's got a story in Tuesday's paper about um, the video that Illinois basketball put out on Sunday afternoon, the kind of their one shining moment and kind of the uh, inner workings of that. Uh, we're also still trying to figure out, and it hasn't been finalized yet, but working in conjunction uh, with the University of Illinois Athletic Department to uh, profile and spotlight um, every senior athlete at Illinois uh, that had their season end abruptly, uh, whether that be an athlete in a winter sport that was still competing for championships. That we are most likely not going to do men's basketball because we had uh spotlight on all four of those seniors before senior day against iowa uh, but we will try to focus on the remaining sports and that should carry us through april uh into may still working out all the the details on on that but uh major thanks to illinois for uh you know working in conjunction with us to, to get those uh stories hopefully uh through and uh, then wednesday's news gazette Scott Ritchie can talk more about this because he did the yeoman's work on it, but we've got a a 36-page special section uh, devoted to the season that was uh, for Illinois basketball. Initially, it was going to be an NCAA tournament preview special section. Obviously, circumstances changed, and uh, now it's just kind of a, a celebration uh, of the past four months and, and kind of the rebirth of, of Illinois men's basketball. Step in there, Mr. Yeoman, and... Uh, <laughs> Tell us about some of the things you're working on that uh, maybe Matt didn't go into detail about. Well, with that special section, kind of one of the, the big pieces from, from my end was kind of spotlighting what everyone on the roster, the coaching staff, sports staff, you know, did to help make you know, this turnaround season in Illinois basketball possible. So, I mean, that's from, you know, Ayo DeSumo to Zach Griffith, um, from Brad Underwood to... Uh, Jamal Walker, Jeff Alexander, uh, Paul Schmidt, Adam Fletcher, just anyone you know that is involved with Illinois 
you know, basketball uh, from players, coaches, staff wise, uh, kind of wrote about what they, you know, maybe brought to the season, meant to the season. Um, yeah, that's a, a big chunk of it. And, you know, moving forward, there's, there's always going to be something to write about. I mean, in-person recruiting has uh, obviously Halted. taken uh, the backseat to everyone just, you know, staying home or doing like we are here in the studio, staying six, you know, feet, six apart, feet apart. Got social distancing. But uh, Did you measure that? I uh, did not. I kind of eyeballed it, but I feel pretty <laughs> confident. Yeah, well, we're yeah. not close to each other. But uh, recruiting doesn't stop, so you know, hopefully right. you'll have – I'll the, be able to have some coverage uh, – on that, just in this new world of recruiting. And the transfer, yeah, the transfer portal doesn't stop. That's still getting loaded up. No, I think there was like 40 new players today <laughs> that entered their names in the portal. Uh, I think Division One totals, I think I probably took it over 300. Uh, something that's also tracked, in which I don't know there's, there's probably as much interest, but there's almost, there's more than 300 Division Two basketball transfers as well, so uh, it's happening everywhere, and um, particularly at Wichita State right now, they've had six players in the portal, including you know most of their underclassmen, uh, freshmen, sophomores mainly. So, so they don't like Greg Marshall's wife, is what you're telling. I don't know something. <laughs> something <laughs> strange is happening in Kansas. Uh, well, this uh, special coverage coming up uh, this week in the News Gazette, brought to you by. OSF Ergo, the uh, urgent care for people on the go. Also, Express Employment uh, Pros, Cozad Asset Management, Awesome Machines, O'Charlie's, Rasmussen Pool and Patio, the Better Business Bureau of Central Illinois, Cabinet Land of Farmer City, CIBM Bank, and B&B Construction. They're kind of underwriting the uh, production of that particular piece coming up. Phone line is open. Bob Ospusen is on the uh, line with us. Bob, how you doing? How you hanging in there? I'm I'm good. I'll actually be back in the paper soon. I'm got to do some updates on my part of the special section, which is I'm picking the NCAA tournament. So even though it's not happening, it's happening in my head. So, but people have to look and see what they, they or they think I put Illinois guess on that and see if I did the right thing. Well, do you feel like you did the right thing? How how are you going to know if you did the right thing? This will be the Bob's first perfect know. bracket <laughs> ever. I'm right. For, for the, I should have written that for the first time ever because I always criticized for a pick in Southern Cal one year to win. They got beat in the first round, I think, by Wilmington. So I always hear about that. So this year, everybody can shut up. So I, I'm right this time. But it's going to be fun because I think people were really curious about this this year's field because, to me, there was no clear-cut this team's going to win the championship, or even this team's going to get the Final Four. I think there were a lot of questions going into the thing that would have been a lot of fun to see, see sorted out. We'll never see that. But it's kind of fun to play in your head. Coming up at uh, 5.30 on this particular program, we'll check in with former Illinois administrator and basketball standout Tom Michael, now the athletic director down at Eastern Illinois. We'll check in with Tom for a few minutes Again, the phone line is open, 356-9397, if you'd like to join us. Bob, have you thought uh, very far down the road, uh, I'm going towards fall and football, there's no spring football, but uh, you know what, they've got to start thinking about how that's going to play out. There's a lot to be answered before then, but uh, has that thought crossed your mind that, uh, that maybe the start of football season might not be as expected? Yes, it's crossed my mind constantly because I love football. I love basketball. I love all sports. 
but that one is my is my baby. I, I would say it's been been my life forever, and I really can't imagine not having college football. But I did, couldn't ever imagine not having college basketball or not having baseball. So I think we all have to wrap our arms around the idea. Of maybe we'll get delayed. So maybe we'll get the playoff in late late February. Who who knows what what's going to happen? But I think the main thing is I would think everybody should plan ahead like it's going to happen, and then until you're told not it's not going to happen, then go with that. I'm sure the players are going to be working out on their own, which they should. I'm sure the coaches are going to be working on. Hey, maybe all the guys will be really creative during during this downtime. Have a chance to maybe Lovey Smith comes out completely new defense this year. So let's see. But I'm I'm excited about it. Scott knows I've already booked a couple hotels for this year. We'll see if we need them. I hope we do. Well, with no spring ball, there's it's a pretty good chance that there won't be an opportunity to get that in. Maybe they extend the fall camp perhaps and, and let, let uh, teams right. report a little, little sooner, but there's a lot, <laughs> a lot that's got to happen before we start thinking about that. Major league baseball, Matt made some news today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said, and this shouldn't surprise anybody, but they said they will not be able to start the season April 9th, which was two weeks from mm-hmm. when they made the announcement that they were going to postpone it for, they're going to follow the eight week uh, scenario. That would put it to mid May mm-hmm. at the soonest. Probably more like Memorial Day or the first of June, I'd say. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, the NFL I think today came out and said that uh, the draft is still on as of right now. It's uh, slated April twenty third through twenty fifth, but the public will not be there. Uh, we'll see if that stays uh, the same moving forward. But uh, yeah, the it, it's a it's a strange new world that uh, you know we all live in. Not just with uh, you know the adjustments to the sports calendar and uh, everything like that, but just our our daily lives that we're having to kind of undertake right now. And it's really uh, just a fluid, evolving situation that we just kind of have to adapt to. You know, hour by hour. Um, you know, with yesterday's announcement by the governor that he's closing all bars and restaurants for two weeks, that was kind of a shock to the system. Uh, today, it I can't speak for everyone, but it's not a normal day per se, but it, you know, there hasn't been any huge, at least here in the Champaign area, I'd say any in the state of Illinois, any shocking uh, announcements, jarring announcement that kind of just make you kind of stop and think a little bit. I think we're a ways away from a normal day. That's true. Very true. No, and you're exactly right, Steve. And, and that's kind of the, uh, you know, I wouldn't say f- fearful part of this, but it's just the, the unknown. You know, we're just kind of sitting in uncharted territory and uh, we're all not really sure, you know, what to expect next. But, um, you know, just hang in there, wash your hands and, uh, you know, sports will be back when it is when the time is appropriate. And, and right now, sports can take an appropriate backseat to, to everything else that's going on in the world. With that said, if you have any thoughts on that or thoughts on maybe some favorite sports minutes that you are for uh, sports moments that you'd like to to share with us, feel free to do it. Three five six nine three nine seven is the number with you until six o'clock. So, Scott Ritchie, you um, did you have one more AP top twenty-five vote? I did. Uh, Sunday, well, I guess this morning was the the deadline for that. Uh, per usual, the final uh, top twenty-five will come out Wednesday. Um, it's a little different than in years past because. Everything is different than in years past, but and we're um, blazing new ground. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of <laughs> uh, things here. But between you know last week's poll and uh, voting on this one, 
uh, of the top 25 teams from a week a week prior, only Gonzaga and BYU played uh, in the West Coast Conference uh, tournament. So it's, I wouldn't imagine that the, the final poll is going to look all that much different than uh, the one before it. BYU is going to fall a little bit because they did lose to St. Mary's in the semifinals of that tournament, but I don't know if they'll fall that much. Uh, I had Illinois back at number 21 where I had them the week before. Uh, yeah, ahead of Iowa. I had them ahead of Iowa after they beat. Yeah. After they beat Iowa yeah. on that Sunday. Right. So, uh, yeah, that was a doesn't like that was not that long ago, but it it feels it does forever ago. Um, but Illinois was I think twenty two in the coaches poll that came out today. Um, so they're I mean they're going to end the season as a top twenty five team, and that, that matters, you know, for the program moving forward. I think they just they don't have you know made this such and such run in the NCAA tournament to hang their hat on, unfortunately. So you know, they can still say that you know when. The season was all said and done that Illinois was a top 25 team in the country, and it's been a while since that was the case. Okay, Bob, in your imaginary bracket, spill the beans here a little bit before (laughs) it comes out and tell me where you had Illinois seeded. Okay, well, it's going to be complicated here because (laughs) the man knows this. Hey, look! Um, I've tried to I've tried to fill some time here, so Bob, take your time. This is a good innings eater story, Steve. (laughs) Yes, it is. So. I didn't quite understand the assignment. <laughs> that that never happens, by the way. Never ever never happens. happens. Never happens. No, never happens. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make some tweaks to my bracket. So <laughs> right now I think I have Illinois as a seven. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna alter that a little bit. I might move them up like maybe to six or five. I haven't quite decided, and I make some changes in terms of I have Illinois projected into the. Beyond the second round, how about that? Uh, I'll leave. I'll leave a little mystery. It's a good cliffhanger, beyond Bob. Beyond the second round, yeah, a little cliffhanger. They'll be they'll last beyond the second round. We'll see where they go from there. It's funny because I talked to Brian Barnhart today. Obviously, just finished his season earlier than he wanted to. He had Illinois. He thought the same thing. He thought they'd make their Sweet Sixteen for sure, and beyond that, it's kind of a crapshoot after that. I'm kind of with Illinois in, in the Series 16, maybe beyond. So we'll, we'll see in the special section on Wednesday, right, Matt? Yes, Bob, and we'll see when you write it because I don't know if you know if they're it's going beyond the Sweet 16. It's, it's done-ish. <laughs> they're definitely getting beyond the first two rounds. How about that? So, Bob, at what point in an assignment do you stop and realize that you didn't understand the assignment? Did you ask that question first, or did you get started on first and then go... Gee, I wonder if I'm and doing this right. After I do, after I do this MSC, <laughs> and then Jim, Jim Ramat says you did all did it all wrong, and I'm like, oh, okay, then I'll redo it. So that's what we do. But the bottom line is that the main idea was let's pretend that the tournament took place. That's so that's what I, I'm going. That's what I've done. That's what I'm going to do. So you see a Bob bracket. They'll be done and. You know, one is 68, and, well, actually, I don't think I did the money brackets, but basically, you'll see the teams that are in there, who won, who didn't win, that that, that kind of thing, and, and we'll have Illinois, we'll see them in the top, uh, sweet 16 for sure. Scott, how did you feel about Illinois? Had there been an NCAA tournament, this is all hypothetical, I get that, but I think a lot of folks were feeling that uh, with uh, the no-dominant team uh, across the country, outside of maybe Kansas, uh, I, I think they 
in, in Gonzaga, but they might have been built for a pretty good run. However, we saw how they shot all season long and how shooting was a problem. They also could have been a prime candidate to, to flame out early. You, you don't know, but it was, the, the beauty of that is it was going to be fun to watch. Yeah, and I think there was, you know, every team in the country probably had, you know, it, it's one strong case to make for an NCAA tournament run and then, you know, maybe a one flaw that was going to, you know, hamper them in trying to do so. Um, with Illinois' defense and the fact that it traveled as well as it did and they played so well on the road and, you know, won so many Big Ten road games, you know, with that, you know, because of that defense and, you know, because of a lot of Iowa DeSumo, you know, game winners, uh, I thought that was a case for Illinois to make a run because, you know, I mean, cliche, you know, defense wins championships. Right. So Illinois was going to put that to the test because their offense wasn't going to get them there necessarily. Um, yeah, I thought Sweet 16 was, you know, uh, a safe bet. I mean, just, I mean, a lot of, I mean, NCAA tournament all depends on the draw, too, because, I mean, Illinois could just, you know, have run up against some team that was such a powerhouse offensively that it didn't matter, you know, I mean, how good Illinois' defense was, um, and that would have been, you know, a tough matchup. But, I mean, they had, you know, a big man they could go to in Kofi Coburn, and then they had a, a really strong backcourt led by Io DeSumo, who just kind of epitomized clutch, you know, this season. And that comes in handy in the NCAA tournament. I mean, there's kind of the the big theme of you know the tournament is all, all these, you know, games that go down to the wire and last-second shots. And if Illinois was in that situation, with Iowa assuming, I think they'd have to feel pretty comfortable. Well, you feel bad for everybody, obviously, but uh, uh, I grew up watching University of Dayton basketball, and they've had arguably the best team they've ever had. And they've had some good teams over the years, and they've gone all the way to the NCAA championship game in their time and won a couple of NITs and just have a great basketball history. And they're 29-2, and two and and we're going to be a number one seed. So you feel bad for those kids too. Yeah, and um, Sportsline, which uh, ran a simulation on the entire tournament you know, based off of Jerry Palm's uh, last bracketology update for CBS, and Dayton was the winner. And which I think you can make a great case for. I mean, it's it's all mathematical simulation, so it doesn't take into account you know, if a player would get hurt or sure. like a team got just drained, you know, in the first round, having to you know fight off an upset. But uh, Dayton, you know, with Obi Toppin, uh, with Jalen Crutcher, you know, with you know some kind of key transfers that they worked in there. I mean, they, they would have, I think, had a, a serious case you know, for that title. We are approaching the uh, bottom of the hour, seven, uh, rather five, <laughs> twenty-nine. I looked at a, the clock that says military time, seventeen. <laughs> so I had, that was a cross between uh, five and seventeen, but it's uh, five twenty-nine. WDWS, Champagne Urbana. We'll take a break on Monday Night Sports Talk and be back with more. We'll visit with Tom Michael after this. Stay with us here on DWS. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Monday Night Sports Talk here on DWS 532, heading towards 6 o'clock. Matt Daniels, sports editor of the News Gazette, is here. Scott Ritchie is here. With yours truly in the uh, studio, Bob Osmussen, with us on the telephone. Also on the phone tonight, our friend Tom Michael, Eastern Illinois University Athletic Director. Uh, Tom, how you doing, my friend? I am good, Steve. Appreciate you having me on tonight. 
A lot to talk about, certainly uh, stuff that none of us have seen before. And uh, I guess when you take any new job, as you did a few years ago, you always know there's going to be some challenges. But this is one that I think has, has hit everybody uh, by storm. Talk about how it's affected EIU. Uh, I'm sure it's the, very similar to the way it's affected everybody else. But uh, talk a little bit, if you would, about how it's being dealt with down there. Yeah, it it certainly certainly is is like nothing uh, we've seen before in in real in really any aspect of of what we deal with on a day to day basis. And you know, I think I think first and foremost, um, it really puts in perspective of where sport, um, athletics, and such are are really at in the in the grand scheme of things and it's just uh, a little blip there's there's so many things that are so much bigger than what we than what we're involved with in a in an everyday um aspect and and we certainly think our lives are 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 pretty crazy with what we do um and and then that all being said uh what's really transpired um over the last um well particularly you know it, it really started cranking up um early last week and and uh it's really been nonstop all all we've been dealing with since um for us since Wednesday in particular our our basketball uh conference tournament um was over with um already we were with the week before um the big ten tournament was and and uh so we had we had finished that and and gotten back and and um started dealing with some things and then on wednesday um Wednesday night actually we were supposed to have our softball team. Uh, was supposed to leave late that night for an early morning flight out of Midway on Thursday, and and so we were we were dealing with some things with that. But really, all day on Wednesday, um, we're on conference calls and, and trying to figure out how we needed to operate in the in the best way possible. And and um, you know, I know it's been said multiple times, but uh, it's a rapid changing environment uh, even yet today. But certainly. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday through the weekend, it seemed like uh, hourly um, we were getting more information and um, and things changed as as we, you know, we would try to send some things out to to our coaches and and such and and even today I sent an email out to the coaches talking about um, you know a staff meeting next Monday when we when we get together a head coaches meeting and and um, now there's talk that that maybe we need to control the size of those groups to uh, 10 or less. And, you know, my, my intent at, in the email that I put was that we need, you know, we were just going to have it at head coaches first because we needed to keep that 50 or less. And, um, you know, so it, it changes all the time and it's just, it's just been um, uh, a real surreal um, thing that we, that we've all had to deal with. Hey Tom, it's Matt Daniels. Hope uh, you and your family are doing well in these, these, interesting times that we're, we're living through right now but uh, again if you could go more, more detail I guess is how maybe Thursday Friday just the communication between not only you and the head coaches but just the, the support staffs among everything there at Eastern and also the athletes too and just how they found out uh, you know about their seasons being suspended and, and everything else that, that has gone on. Yeah, we worked, um, certainly, um, our president, my president, uh, here, Dr. Glassman, uh, and I were, were in communication, um, uh, just, it seemed like, um, almost hourly, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, we were certainly taking, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of information from, 
from the state of Illinois. He was he was getting um, information from the governor's office and then certainly from the Ohio Valley Conference office. Um, we were trying to all be in concert with with where we were at um, and what we were doing. Um, and then you know even even um, as the presidents were on a conference call trying to determine what we were going to do with spring sports. Um, and during that call is is when we got word that um, that the NCA had had canceled um, all winter championships and spring championships too. And so, um, you know, we put out uh, late last week um, that we were suspending our spring competitions. Um, probably had we had that information that the NCA was canceling the spring championships, um, our decision late last week would have maybe come out um, at least um, from a from a text perspective. Um, we probably would have said that 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 our spring competitions were being canceled as opposed to being indefinitely suspended. Um, because then what happened is is this morning um, there was a release that went out that that said we were canceling our our spring competitions. So. And you know the 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 reality of all of that is 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 just how how quickly everything has been changing and and so you know what I've tried to stress to our coaches and and to some extent to our student athletes um, is and it's a little bit different there um, but but please have some flexibility with us we're we're trying to get you information as we get it we certainly don't have all the answers as 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 no one has has all the answers. Uh, right now in in this in this environment, um, but have some flexibility with us and and we'll try to communicate as best we can with you with the information that we have. Hey Tom, it's Scott Tom? Ritchie. Um, as a former athlete you know, yourself, just what was it like, maybe you know, telling your coaches that you know the the season was going to be over and maybe some of the athletes that that their seasons were going to end and you know because of you know nothing that, that they could have controlled at all yeah it's really um it's i think i i use the word unmanageable um you know it's it's just something that um i can't I can't fathom of you know i think back to to when i was playing and you know to think that that um you know we would have we would have been told that that um we weren't going to be able to play in in the tournament my senior year after competing and doing some things um throughout the year to get to that point and so on and so forth and i just it's 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 hard to comprehend and so you know really um it's it's there's a ton of heartache that goes goes in with this when you're talking to your coaches and and certainly um with that message to our student athletes the difficult part for us um scott is is that we went on spring break you know we started it this week and so as this was all coming about um late last week uh and we brought teams off the road um because at that point in time we we had just suspended um the season so we didn't know if we were going to bring them back um and and we were going to have them start practicing we didn't know if we were going to give them the spring break a lot of there was a lot of uncertainty even at that point in time so um so just through the weekend is is really when we when we made the final decision here that said as a conference that we were going to that we were going to cancel those those seasons um it's just you know i i it's still hard to to really put into perspective of what that really means um you know you play whatever it is 20 or or 22 ball games um at this point in time and and then all of a sudden boom it's done 
Um, and what that's going to mean as we move forward. There's certainly a ton of questions that come up uh, from that perspective with those spring sports, and do they get that year of eligibility back, and, and then what does that mean from a scholarship standpoint? And, and um, you know, so there's there's a ton of things that, that go into all of that, but it's, it's, a, it's a heartbreaking um, time period for all those coaches and, and particularly student-athletes that um, – you know, because of other decisions, degrees, jobs, professional opportunities of, of whatever their careers might be, um, they may not play again. And, and, you know, the, the piece that it, that it certainly does highlight, um, right or wrong is that, that man, this is precious. And, and you never know when something and who would have ever thought it would have been something like this that would have would have taken taken away your your time to be able to play um and and that's that's a harsh harsh reality go ahead bob tom where were you during 9-11 i was in the urban academic center uh at the time when when that all went down and uh, um it was um that was that was certainly an unbelievable perspective that kind of uh, numbed, numbed you uh, at the time, um, but I, th- I think at that point, you know, you quickly realize that that maybe this is short term and and in terms right. of what kind of disruption it was going to have. Uh, even as as we're on the call here tonight at at five thirty, um, I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Um, I don't know. You know, we've come out and the CDC has said. Uh, and I just, I just, I think I, I heard as I was listening to y'all, um, that Major League Baseball, um, or maybe it was uh, that Major League Baseball is now pushing theirs back to the middle of May. And the reality of it is, is that, you know, when they get, when they get started, it's, it's probably going to be the first of June. And, and what does, you know, so how everything is going to continue to change this week, I think is, is what really makes this, even crazier um and 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 i'm and we're just talking about and and i know y'all have this is a sports show but um what does this mean um for for society and and how we're how we're moving so um we certainly can can get uh wrapped up in in our in our sports and athletic world but it uh it's certainly going to have a greater impact um on the economy and and everything else that that certainly um, there are are unknowns here that that make it um, uh, really um, again I used the word before but surreal and unimaginable of of the time period that we're in right now. Another minute um, or two. That, that, go ahead, Bob. Well, that forever changed the way we go to games. We're, we're inspected. Everything stinks. Do you think the same thing could happen with this? Do you think this will change? kind of the way we attend the games now going down the future oh i i think that there's there's a very good chance of that because it has it has has been so impactful in in so many ways um you know and and in a lot of ways uh the piece that that sport and athletics has done um for us here is it's it's somewhat been a release for us at different times and um now that's kind of been taken away from a lot of folks um and and what where that goes in the future i think um um anybody could guess but but yeah i i think it can have that same impact tom got about a minute left with you but uh i can't let you go without uh, asking for 
a couple of success stories and a couple of highlights maybe in this academic year for uh, the EIU Panthers? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, um, I think our women's basketball team would probably be towards the top of that. Uh, we won 19 ball games, and when Coach Ballant came in um, his first year, We'd won three or four ball games, and so the turnaround that he's done in three years here for our program, uh, we finished uh, fourth in our league, um, and uh, just had a had a great year. Um, we won 12 ball games uh, in conference play um, this year, which was which was phenomenal. So that certainly is one, and and our track team continues to excel um, very well. Uh, we won a men's indoor championship under our second uh, year head coach. Brittany Manuel, uh, who is a EIU alum, uh, ran for us here. So, you know, I, I, I feel that, uh, Steve, we've, it's really taken a while, um, through a lot of, of hardships, um, here, but, but we've, we've really got a pretty good, uh, stable of coaches that I feel really excited about what we have at EIU and always the challenge. Uh, for us is is to keep that and, and to generate some continuity, but I feel like we've got a great staff in place now, and and if we can keep some things going, <laughs> this is just a little disruption, um, <laughs> but uh, if we can keep some things going uh, in the right direction, we've got a chance to to really uh, see see the momentum uh, continue to move in a in a positive and, and I think an accelerated way in a lot of uh, a lot of programs. So excited about those things. Always good to talk to you, Tom. Michael, we'll do it again soon. Thanks. Gentlemen, thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great evening. You Thanks, too. Tom. That's Tom Michael, EIU Athletic Director, with us, going through the, the same difficult times we all are. It is 546, back with more Monday Night Sports Talk here on DWS after this. Moving up on 550, another 10 minutes or so here on Monday Night Sports Talk. Phone line is open if you'd like to jump in. 356-9397 is the number. Bob Osmussen with us on the phone. Matt Daniels, Scott Ritchie, and yours truly, Steve Kelly, and the DWS Studios. Ed Bond giving us a hand this evening. Again, the phone line is open. Special coverage coming up in the News Gazette as the week goes on on this basketball team. And a part of that is brought to you by our friends at OSF Ergo, urgent care for people on the go. Also uh, brought to you in part by Express Employment Pros, Cozad Asset Management, Awesome Machines, O'Charlie's, Rasmussen Pool and Patio, the Better Business Bureau of Central Illinois, Cabinet Land of Farmer City, CIBM Bank, and by B&B Construction. They're underwriting uh, our production on this postseason activity. And on a season that I think will be discussed a long time among Illinois fans, as most are, but uh, this one will go down for several reasons, obvious reasons with the coronavirus, but it was a team that kind of uh, got the attention back uh, nationwide on Illinois basketball from a 21-loss season to a 21-win season. How far they would have gone in the tournament, we don't know, but uh, if you're talking to some people, maybe you're your family down the road how will you describe this team yeah it's uh it's a team that you know i kind of write about it in, in our wednesday special section uh just in in terms of this program this team brought illinois basketball back where it has been for so many years uh, you know it's been seven years since they made the NCAA tournament which and everything going on now in the world feels like seven decades ago <laughs> 
But, uh, you know, this team, I think, is going to be, you know, 15, 20 years down the road. They're going to – people are going to look back at this team and, and reflect fondly on them. Uh, yes, yeah, some of that has to do with how the season ended and, and just the circumstances surrounding it. But they're going to look back on this team, and I think they're going to be spoken of in the same pantheon as, you know, the Flying Illini and the 0405 team. Now, granted, they did not make the Final Four. They did not, you know, rise to the top of the rankings like those two previous teams did. I get that. But – the way they kind of captivated everyone's attention, not only here in Champaign County, but across the country, across the world. I mean, Iota Sumu arguably is the most popular Illini player since Dee Brown was here. I think that no one can can argue any differently. And uh, just the fact that they've uh, they really kind of banded together and uh, you know made State Farm Center happen in place again. I mean, this is Scott Ritchie just you know finished his fifth season on the beat and number of sellouts that he's covered at state farm center could probably be counted on one hand before this season yeah i'm pretty sure it was only in nebraska and penn state maybe a uh, couple games two what maybe underwood's first season was maybe that but again still and then i think was the the opener of you know, the renovation against Notre dame i'm trying to think if that been. was a sellout that was know. my that was, yeah, it was your first was my first season. official game was it yeah <laughs> yeah but no, it just it, it made Illinois basketball this season made it what a lot of us have always remembered Illinois basketball for, and starting back with Lou Henson turning the program over to to what it was, and even going back further with the success they had with Harry Combs and everything, and, and it's a storied tradition and a rich history, and and this season is what it should be every season, and and they really. You know, after some really lean years and a lot of questions too going into the season because, you know, this was Brad Underwood's third season. And back in early November, you know, Scott and I talked about this all in the offseason too, is for Illinois to have a chance at the end of the tournament, they're going to have to flip their record. And they did that, which is pretty crazy to think of. Yeah, well, and then also, especially when you think about towards the end of December where Illinois had just yeah. lost to Missouri again in the bragging rights game and – uh record wasn't great there weren't a lot of great feelings about you know maybe the direction the team was going and then it just it, it changed and, and part of that was because uh, the team changed and you know after you know going with a completely different defense Brad Underwood you know shifted his offense to to match and maybe better his personnel and it clearly worked and you know, they were able to flip their record and I mean, technically, still haven't made an NCAA tournament since 2013 because uh, the bracket was never announced. But this was an NCAA tournament team, so it's going to be weird to kind of like word that the the <laughs> next time they make it, which I would assume is, you know, I'd like to think it would be next year uh, with you know, yeah, the, the roster is, they have. Yeah, let's but. not go through another March like this in 2021, please. That is an interesting point. Uh, Illinois makes the next year. Illinois makes the NCAA tournament for the first time since. <laughs> I mean, technically, 2013, right, right, because you know, this this year this tournament doesn't exist in the the history of college basketball. Weird, weird things to say out loud. <laughs> Need to take one final it's a break. Story. It's a better story. You think so, Bob? I do. I think it's a better story. I think when you can look back at this year, it's going to be looked at as a beginning, not an end. I think. Well, hopefully, I'm going to say hopefully but i think it will be looked at it as when illinois turned the corner they're going to the right, going the right way after this 
All right, we appreciate that. We've got uh, some news from uh, the newsroom. The University of Illinois is requiring all students who can safely return to their permanent home address to do so, taking uh, classes remotely for the rest of the semester that were just out. All face-to-face instruction has been suspended for the rest of the spring semester. Chancellor Robert Jones added uh, today in a mass email to U of I students, faculty, and staff, he is quoted as saying, we still intend to resume instruction on using alternative delivery methods beginning Monday, March 23rd. So that word just in. More on that at newsgazette.com and here on the air as well. One final break. We'll have some final words for you on Monday Night Sports Talk after this. Welcome back as we wrap things up on Monday Night Sports Talk. Again, a word just in from the University of Illinois. Uh, the U of I is requiring all students who can safely return to their permanent home address to do so, taking classes remotely for the rest of the semester. All face-to-face instruction has been suspended for the rest of the spring semest- uh, semester. That word today from Chancellor Robert Jones. They are not closing residence halls, but are asking all students who can go elsewhere to do so. Newsgazette.com, you can read more about that and uh, continuing coverage here. Thanks to uh, Bob Osmussen, Matt Daniels, Scott Ritchie for their participation on Monday Night Sports Talk. As far as future sports shows go, Lauren Tate and I plan to be here on Saturday. But as we've seen in the last uh, couple of weeks, things can change pretty quickly. We appreciate you listening on WDWS Champaign-Urbana. This is Steve Kelly. Be safe, everybody.